away to Lovingston. Jordan. Oh, a spectacular move by Michael Jordan. Closing five to play in the third. Kobe. Crawford. Hogan. are now tuned into the chat room your favorite ballers favorite podcast all right welcome back to the chat room podcast i am the senator and with me today i got essay yo and i also got coach francis what you do and (laughs) and on this episode we wanted to do something a little bit different so we brought in somebody that has basketball knowledge but also able to give us some knowledge on real estate so we want to say welcome to Tristan how's it going guys how you doing welcome welcome good man Uh, doing good 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 uh is there happy to be here man is there anything you want to say before we jump into this Tristan no I mean I I love these kind of platforms it's funny because um when you're in the real estate world you kind of get lost in that but this is like where I started basketball. Yeah, basketball. This right. is this is the beginning yeah. for me. So before I transitioned into um into to business, so I, it, my, this is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yo, shout out to you, bro, for wearing a blazer. For those right? that don't first time, <laughs> the first time. Oh, besides coach's uh, tuxedo, this is the yeah, first time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Somebody, oh, no, sorry. Somebody, somebody wore a tuxedo. Oh yeah, wore coach wore a whole. Yeah. He wore a whole ref uh, like announcer suit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta give. You got to give respect <laughs> to that, man. Yeah. Nah, 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 now he's drinking wine at one o'clock in the day. But, uh, drinking wine and wearing <laughs> wine and wearing a hoodie. That's what's going on, bro. It's a crazy world we live in. Um, yeah, all right. So let's jump into a couple questions just to get this started. So I'm uh, we usually have roundtable discussions to start off. So I'm going to ask the most outlandish one to start here we go i like there we go what's going on bro who which nba mascot is your favorite what (laughs) (laughs) bro (laughs) yo the raptors for me man (laughs) (laughs) that's a given i I mean yeah i guess who's more animated who's more animated than the raptors Guys, I haven't been scouting uh, mascot mascots. Lately, so, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I the, Raptor, the Raptor for sure. Hey, we got to show love to the mascots. Like, yeah, right? Right. like the thing is, um, MLB, you have some of the funniest mascots in there. Like they do the races. They do all that stuff. Uh, we've seen Robin Lopez have his battle against mascots all across. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. all across <laughs> the NBA like tour, right? So, yeah, yeah. so I'm just here to show some love to the mascots, the ones that that's don't really fair. get the love like everyone else does. So, yeah, has Lopez fair. ever tried to throw hands with the Raptor though? I doubt it. No, nah, they've had their they've had their encounters. Okay, I think he goes after every. every he goes every after all mascots. Dude. Yeah, even the Raptor guy. I swear he put him. I swear he, he put him out. I swear the Raptor would knock him out. <laughs> probably. I put that's, my money on the Raptor hey, for sure. That's probably a brother in that suit. No, no, for sure. Guaranteed. <laughs> probably a brother in that suit. Bro. He's not having any of that. He's not <laughs> nah. having any of it. No. Yeah. He seems petty to me too. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I agree. No, you think he's bad. The Blue Jay is even worse. Just, I worked with the Blue Jay. And he... Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, guy, that guy will throw hands with a fad. He doesn't care. <laughs> I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the Raptor, but I'm also a fan of uh, Denver Nuggets 
the mascot. Like anytime, okay. anytime I do those, like anytime I watch those streams from like those specific games, and you get to see like the the stuff that happens while they're on commercial breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, like he's hilarious, man. <laughs> so it'd be like those two are my top two: Raptors number one, and then the Denver Nugget. It's crazy. Like I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know what the hell the Laker mascot. No, I, I, I don't even think I've seen the Laker mascot. Lakers mascot is Jack Laker Nichols. Lakers has a mascot? I have no idea. <laughs> like, I, I, Jack Nicholson. He's, I, a, he's, I, their, he's, their, yeah, he's their mascot. Every game. Like, I've never I, seen a mascot. I thought every team had a mascot, but I don't even know what the Laker mascot is. I could, That's crazy. Until you, like, I would never even think about this, but now you're saying that I've never <laughs> Yeah, the, Lake, the, the Laker mascot in my life. Never. Ever. Yeah, it's crazy. LA's too good for mascots. And being a Kobe fan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah. Kobe would you, fan, would you guys? I've never seen. I I I couldn't tell you what the hell. Like I don't know what it'd be like a lake. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> would you Would you guys look at me differently if I said I used to be a mascot? Nah. Oh yeah. For or, a nightclub too. For, for a nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what nightclub? nightclub had a mascot? <laughs> I, I don't even know if I should put my business out on there. But it's a Toronto nightclub has a mascot, and I've actually like thrown hands on Carabana weekend. Because wow. people oh, yeah. try you. Oh yeah, yeah. people try, try you yeah, all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. man. People yeah, try yeah, you yeah, all yeah, the time. Sure. Are you sure Especially you were, were drunk? Are you sure? Yeah, you were, yeah, for sure. Are you sure you were? I was in a costume. Or, <laughs> you, or, or were you? Or were you one of those sign sign guys that just pointed to where the direction of the club? Oh, hey, God, those guys, those basketball. guys need a lot of respect, man, because they've been doing some stuff out there in the rain. Oh yeah, it skill, don't matter, bro. man. Yeah, some of skills. them can like, if, yeah. you try, like some of them can it's spin it's those, bro. Yeah, it's tough. They thought they were a ninja in another life, man. They're just the way to twirl that side. Man, every little Caesar that opens up, you see, you see, <laughs> you see like two That's of them nice. out there, like, and they're out there all the entire time while Little Caesars is open. It's crazy. Getting it in. Facts. Get a paycheck the best way you can, right? Hey, exactly. Man. It is what Especially it is, man. Times. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. So seeing that coach didn't have an answer for the mascot one because he didn't know his team had a mascot. <laughs> I, mean, I, said, um, I, said, I said kind of Lakers. Kind of. I mean, I guess. I, you're my a Laker fan. You don't even know your mascot? Shame. I mean, it is what it is, bro. It yeah, it's a tough one. I, I can't even it's tell you what it is. <laughs> All right. No so here's, here's a tough one for the league-wise. Who do you think is the toughest player in the league to guard? To guard? To guard. Harden. Harden is frustrating to me. Harden, I would. Uh, yeah. mm. Harden is there for me. Harden because of the whistle think, and think, his tricks. I think yeah. Harden would be frustrating to guard just because, like, you can't like, you can't be physical with him because he's six six. He's big, and you can't Your really body. crowd him because he always gets the like something. He gets the whistle. And he's smart because yeah. he, he manipulates the rules. So, like, he knows how to do, like, the gather step and, like, all those stuff. So, that, that's what's frustrating. But I think just in just regards to just, like, who's a tough guard, I think it's K- like KD, when he's healthy, seven-feet guy with guard skills and can shoot it. That's right. Tough. Yeah. Tough. What about AD, though? AD is there as well. But, like, the, the, the problem with AD that, like, as a Laker fan, like, I, I, I love ha- having him on a team. But, like... It's frustrating because he always need, he needs a guard to get him the ball. That's why him and Braun work so well. Sure, true. Because true. he relies on like he's not like a guy who can say, "Okay, go get your own shot." And yeah. you see, when, yeah. when they're playing Miami, Miami puts small guys on him, 
and he yeah. wasn't able to kind of get his own shot with those small guys, right? So like that was kind of frustrating. Um, sure. but with regards yeah, to KD, 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 you put him anywhere. You put yes, him whatever on you block. Want. You put him on the, the mid post. You put him on the perimeter. Anywhere you want in offense, he's a threat. He's very similar to like what Melo was back in the day. Melo was like a three level mm-hmm. scorer, mm-hmm. but he's just with, with more, a three point shot though. With a, with a three point shot, yeah, <laughs> right. And it's just and it's just KD just has the ability to put the ball on the ground and like seven feet tall shoots above his head, so you can't block him. You can't like he gets whatever he wants. So like my answer would be KD, but. It's tough. Like I, I would say, AD, is... AD with a killer instinct. AD doesn't have that. He doesn't. Yeah. I think that's what Braun is there to like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know, man. They're they're, they're spending a lot of time trying to like form it, but it's either you have yeah. it or you don't have you it. Don't. Yeah, you don't. No, no. He's, like, he's not a. He's a he's a number one level like skill level, but like in order to be like a, that guy in the NBA, he's not that. He, he's a like Hulk, he, right? He need he needs yeah. he needs a captain. He, he can't. Yeah. You can't yeah. put him on his own to kind of, and he kind of showed that in in New Orleans, um, and uh, even now I think with LeBron, there it would be interesting to see, like, because I I think LeBron's gonna take some time off with the That's league true. starting so early, mm-hmm. so it's it'd be nice to see. It'll be interesting to see how AD performs during LeBron's uh, load management. I mean, time off. So, (laughs) (laughs) just hey, so just remember, I'm I'm saying this. I have a like, I have a strong feeling like maybe maybe it's me being a hopeful Laker fan, Laker fan, but I was I've been saying this for like weeks that I think they're gonna go out and make a trade and pick up uh like a two guard. And the name I think they're gonna pick up, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's Bradley Beal, but like I I was seeing some for who though. Um, they can pass like uh, uh, Green has an expiring deal, so he has one year left. He has fifteen mil, so you can get rid of him. They they'll get rid of him. They, they, they have of him. They'll, they'll include wait. Kuzma. They'll include Kuzma in that. Um, I think like them playing Caruso a lot of minutes in the playoffs is going to add to his value. I think he could be a piece. I think also Avery Bradley can be a piece that that they, that they may move because he he has a. a we call it again. He has a player option, so mm-hmm. like, so his contract is done right now. But he's probably gonna pick up his player option f- for next year. So you can you can move him because that because that's just dead money. The only person who I think who teams would want him, but they would they probably wouldn't move him would be um the guy from Clutch, uh, KCP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's something I don't I don't think Lakers can get Beal without trading a piece they don't want to. Yeah, trade no, out because right. because they want to get rid of Kuzma, they want to get rid of yeah, Green. Kuzma, um, Green. Bradley's in Bradley, the air because yeah. he never really had a chance to perform, but yeah, he does have a player option. And but I don't think they can like, get out of that picks. cleanly. I think no, I mean they'll probably move that. Like they're gonna move players, obviously, but like yeah, I just see, I just think with the um with like Braun probably gonna take a month off, like because he doesn't want to play December twenty second after short, so he'll probably take a month off, whatever, whatever. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get like a name that I, I seen on, on on the internet a few times was um Buddy Heald as well. Okay. Because Buddy yeah. Heald wants out of Sacramento. Yeah, he wants out of Sacramento. And yeah. He, so that that's the right now I too. Saw. That's yeah. the name I saw. So I mean, regardless, I think like as I said, like, as you're saying, AD is not a is not a top not a number one guy, but skill wise, no. he's tough, bro. He's tough to guard, man. Like when he's yeah. on. He's impossible to guard. Yeah. 
he's a he's a solid two though. He's a solid yeah. two man. Like that's a, that's his second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's what they want. They want wing. him to take over. But yeah. I don't even think. I think even like if he spends two, three, four years with with LeBron, who knows how yeah, long right. he has. It, um, but even with that, like I don't. The, nah. the transition, I just don't see it, man. Like, I think he I think he's plays his best without that pressure. Like, yeah. I mean, he stepped up in the playoffs a few times, obviously. He had those a few those times, a few times. Big, yeah, a few yeah. times. I mean, he wasn't yeah. really in a yeah, pressure like, situation. No, 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 no. Yeah. All the pressure's on LeBron. Yeah. So he, it's funny, I was talking to somebody about that. And um, that, I mean, we can get into a whole talk about this with Andrew <laughs> Wiggins as well. With Andrew yeah, Wiggins, yeah. the Golden State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wiggins, I think he's going to be phenomenal this year. That's oh, yeah. my that's my take. He's be great. I think he's gonna be phenomenal this Golden year when Clay's back. That's my team outside of so I was a Laker fan before, yeah. and then Kobe left, and then I just like I'm not really yeah, off of I, I respect LeBron, but I'm not I'm not a LeBron fan. So that's, but yeah. Golden State, other than Raptors, obviously we all go for Raptors, but Golden mm-hmm. State, I feel they're gonna come like ready no, to go. You, ready to go. You give Clay and Steph. A year to just relax, and even Draymond, yep. even Draymond, after like yep. four or five years going to going to the finals, you give them a year to just kick back and relax, and then you put mm-hmm. a versatile wing who's athletic, he can shoot it, can run the floor, can defend. You put him in the mix, and then they're probably gonna draft that center from um, Memphis from Memphis. So now you yep. now you got now you got you got the best shooting backcourt in the NBA, the best uh, passing. Facilitator four, and then you got an athletic wing and an athletic center. So like they're they're pretty much back to what they were when they yeah didn't... back to that record breaking yeah. lineup yeah, yeah, yeah. and if and, and if there. he's not and if he's not available let's say the center's not there they can yeah. obviously take that pick and, that. and go and, and get yeah. some bets get or get whatever yeah. pieces that they need yeah right like they're in a Wiggins as as a three as a third yeah. option with be them crazy with so them because all the, there's all the no space. pressure at all imagine all the space is gonna have now because you cannot. You can't leave Clay and Steph one on one. You have to have somebody like a body and a half on them. Now you're gonna right. give Wigan all the space to attack and be aggressive and play yep. off the ball and with no pressure on them. Like he's just pre- no, but that's a key. He's what a you just said guy. is the pressure. The pressure, bro. The he's pressure. That one when you're playing that 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 the go-to guy, you're the franchise player. You have all the pressure. All the pressure. When he doesn't, he he's never like think about Wigan's life. Like all his. His career, high he's been that guy. Yeah, yeah. High school, probably like obviously from middle school onwards, or from when he's in elementary school onwards, he's been that guy. That guy. All the pressures yeah. on you. You know what I mean? And he's not he's not performing to to the peak where he could. But now, then, no yeah. pressure. You know what I mean? You don't have you, you. You're not the first. You're not the second. That's for sure. No, no, no. <laughs> you're the third <laughs> or true. even fourth. Or even fourth. That's true. You yeah. got a good you captain I mean? too. Like yeah. Well, it'll like, go. Yeah. It'll, it'll go one of two ways. To be honest with you, though. It could either go Harrison Barnes in the in the regular season of that year, or Harrison Barnes in the playoff. But Harrison like, Barnes in the playoff wasn't bad. No, I'm talking about the finals when he when they pretty much just slacked off slapped off on him oh, and he went oh yeah. for whatever, right? Like yeah. it could either be him playing up to the potential of a third option, like right. he did in the regular season when they when they went. Um, when they had like when they're going crazy with the yeah, wins, yeah. right? Or right. and the or the pressure could actually hit in the finals and then stuff like that, right? Like because Wiggins because Wiggins hasn't because Wiggins hasn't been playoffs. 
honestly right? no, but like, no. Honestly, so so that's a so that's since, a different that's a different <clears throat> level of of trying to live up to that third option potential when you get there right because I, now i think i think i think the pressure was more on him because he signed remember he signed that supermax deal right for like 150 million whatever he signed that big deal so yep. i think the pressure was when you sign deals like that like a lot of expectations come with that so mm -hmm. like even like even if you look at his numbers his numbers are not like he, he he's having all-star caliber numbers like he's at 21 right. points a game like he's not he doesn't have bad numbers like People are saying that like, he's like, he's a he's a bust, but he's not having bad numbers. He's having like right. on par numbers all stars. But the problem is, is that he was number one pick and he signed that supermax, so he got all those. Like he's not performing up to that level. Up to mm. that super, like you, if you want supermax, like you, you expect like 26, 27, 28 points a game in the running for. Buddy, when, when we were like, let's be let's be real, Wiggins was like LeBron for us. Yeah, like, yeah, they were putting that kind of pressure on him. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, he was, LeBron's nah. pressure is unreal, but <laughs> yeah. he, like they were trying to match that same type of pressure. And yeah. he like yeah. he, he was not not he, that. He, he's not he's not I don't think he I just don't think he's that guy. He's not yeah, that no, guy. Not. Yeah. Athletically so, he's insane, but yeah. Yeah. So to get back to the question, I agree with all you guys' answers. So I'm going to have to throw the answer that's not one that you guys put out there. And mm -hmm. um so I would put Kyrie one on one. I was gonna say that too. That was gonna be my second. I'll put thing Kyrie one on one because if Kyrie, if if he gets, if he starts um, feeling confident in the shot, yeah, then it's then it's he's he finishes probably the best in the league at the rim under the rim. Yeah. Right. Um, his handles is probably top two in the league. And if you make the switch, he can break down the center. But a lot of the time with him is that he over dribbles to create yeah, right. his shot. Yeah, but right. if you're going one on one, I think he might be. I he'll be the person that I'll put up there because you guys already took Fair the answers. Uh, other answers I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna use. So. And do you think with KD now on the floor with him, he'll still over dribble, or you think he'll more? be more conscious with his dribbling like because he won't have to yeah. katie katie will make more space for him right if they go on and sign joe harris and, and they bring him back like they're a very good team like, yeah very good so yeah. like yeah. i don't see they're a very good team with players who have not been to playoffs before so like i think the problem the biggest problem with him on boston was they experienced playoff success, playoff success. before he was there right so, so they, they had a they had like their chest was already kind of high because like oh we've been here we know we know what we know yeah what bro going. we don't need you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. whereas whereas on brooklyn right now like those guys like they were in playoffs last year and they got blow they got blown out by like 30 points yeah. every game right yeah. mm -hmm. so like that's not really like experience that's just the ass whooping right so it's like, motivation at, that's what it is i guess yeah. but you look, like you look at like guys who have played on a team yeah deandre jordan has playoff experience wilson chandler got playoff experience Kyrie, kd other than that, it's a bunch of guys who are talented, um, but they don't have playoff experience. So I think on a team like that, I think Kyrie will, Kyrie's going to slot right into, like he's going to be that 1A, like, well, 1B, because KD is 1A, but mm -hmm. Kyrie's going to be that, that, okay, like, go get us a bucket. We need you to facilitate. Like, they're not going to be so um, defensive when he's over, if he's over-dribbling. So. The only issue is they don't, they don't have a leader, though. I think this like, is going to be, this is going to be the year that if um, KD wants to be seen at, at that same level as LeBron <laughs> or past LeBron, 
Uh-huh. You know, he has to step up as a leader because yep. the problem yep. with because it's the same issue that they had with the Clippers, where Kawhi is not a leader. Nope. Kawhi is just an Hopefully assassin, either, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he is Hopefully. the guy to just go out there and whatever, right? And get a bucket, yeah, yeah. And sometimes with Kyrie, Kyrie says some of the stuff that are outlandish to people, so some people might ignore that. So you need mm-hmm. that. You need KD to be that vocal leader. To really, mm-hmm. to really say that, hey, this is what, this is what is happening. Um, don't worry about that. Um, so yeah, so he need, needs him to step up and say that this is what is we need to do all that stuff, right? Or just give me the ball and move out the way. Like yeah. he he needs right. to be that type of that type of player for them to be successful. Right. I think, yeah, I mean. You're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> because if they don't, because if they don't, Kyrie's gonna be the vocal leader, and people are gonna stop listening to him. Because because yep. that's where the problem that's where the problem is, especially even in Cleveland when he went to Boston, all that stuff. Like when he went on first take, like the amount of comments that came off of it, like this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. Like yeah. all that stuff, the flat earth stuff, like all that, all that stuff that comes out. Like he, he talks a lot. Like, like, but, honestly, like I don't think the talking is necessarily a, like an issue per se. It's just that what he says, he's, he's like, I don't want to use this, especially since the election is, I don't want to use this as an example, but it's, it's the only thing that comes to my mind. Like when you think of Trump, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like, obviously the words he says are like, 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 no wrong words, whatever. He's not, he's not saying the right thing. But the problem with people with him as a president is that he's the fight. He's decisive. Like, not, no, not he's the divisive. He divides everything. He divides the mm-hmm. the right. country apart. Also you know? arrogant. You know, arrogant. Yeah, but his words, yeah. like, they don't bring. Like, you want your leader to kind of whatever he says, whether it's, whether you agree with it, or don't agree with it. You want your leader to kind of bring the team together and bring guys mm-hmm. like you know like. Bring guys together, and that—that's why Braun is so good because he can—he can talk shit out of his ass, but you believe his words that he—he brings guys together, and he—he bring—he—he brings you to the end goal. Whereas Kyrie, I think he isn't—I'm not in the locker room, but what I hear from him and what I see, how I how I see the teammates respond to him, they don't like. It's not like galvanizing. It's more like, okay, well, he's Kyrie's doing his thing again. You know, do your thing. Pretty much, yeah. It's not like, oh, shoot, like, this is somebody who I can get behind. Like, yeah, this is my guy. I'm going to rock with him. He's not that. Even KD, KD is not that guy either. They just got to bring back the GOAT, man. Bring back Jared Dudley to the team, and you'll get that vocal, <laughs> that vocal leader. And call, he's, call it a day. He's a yeah. champion now, so it's like I've seen a post on, on, on Instagram saying that, um, it was, like, so it was basically Michael Jordan playing basketball, like, at this age, like, I think, like, last week. Yeah. And, 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 and the man said, if Jared Dudley can be in the league, Jordan can start. <laughs> and Jordan's like, what, 50, 50 something now? Oh my God. That's His knees are 70, though. That's, a, that, that's, how, they, that's how they're doing the that, guy, That's man. crazy, bro. You can't, can't be doing that. Can't be, can't be doing that to the goal. Wow. Um, wow. And right before Coach uh, drinks, because you guys are both uh, Kobe fans. So yes, there sir. was this big discussion online today because there was a picture that somebody posted that said um, that had Jesus crossing Kobe. Wow. <laughs> and then the discussion On was a Sunday. The discussion, <laughs> the discussion was uh, 
Kobe, Jesus would never do that to Kobe. Like Kobe's the goal. Kobe would cross up <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were going back and forth online. Jeez. People were just commenting. Just, just, some, some, somebody said Jesus. Jesus fed five thousand people with one loaf of bread. And Kobe's and a Kobe fan said, but Kobe dropped 81 on <laughs> and, and was down 20 and brought them back. You ain't never seen Jesus oh, do that. Goodness, man. <laughs> hey, the, 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 the internet is undefeated, bro. I tell you that. No, much. you can't. You you'll never beat the internet. Bro. No, you'll <laughs> never to be able to compare Kobe and Jesus. You can't beat it. What can you do? What Nothing can you do? <laughs> once on I a saw, Sunday. Once I saw. <laughs> once I saw. Cardi B post because the election result that the the whole group of the street was all singing WAP like that oh was like God. that's a, like that's a celebratory song for this election. Yeah. It's uh yeah the internet is undefeated undefeated, undefeated. it was on CNN facts, they were singing it <laughs> what and, and CNN that's was crazy. recording it that's wow. crazy yeah but. CNN and Fox, they're they're both known for being very outlandish in the wild. So. Oh yeah, both on opposite ends. Opposite course. sides, yeah, 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 sides, yeah, yeah. They're 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 both known for being this saying the, the the most this outlandish stuff. Yeah, so it's a fact. It's what it is. It's what it is. All right, coach. But, um, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So Tris, you know, like you know, like you're one of the guys who like I've grown up watching playing ball. You know, from like your 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 father kind of. Pioneer, the first team I've, I've, I ever played on basketball in Toronto, uh, ETBA. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like your father has given a lot of opportunities to kind of kids in the city, like in Galloway, like in inner city. You right. give a lot of opportunities to kind of those kids. Um, how important is it, like how, how important do you feel it is kind of for like people who have made it out of that situation, like out of the hood? How, is important, how important do you think it is um, for us guys like us to kind of give back to the community? Because um, I know, like you're, you're, you're part of what Chubbs does a, a lot in, in the winter with that Christmas giveaway and stuff, you know. And Chubbs uh, as an, another guy who I grew up with. Um, but yeah, like how how important do you feel it is to kind of um, give back to the community? Well, I mean that's it's funny. I just um so I come I try to go by like family on Sunday, so I'm actually at my pop's place right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're watching movies and stuff up there. <laughs> but um, but he's. He, if you're asking about importance, it's extremely important. I mean, we, as you know, we, we grew up in, in Galloway and um, really there's not a lot of outlets outside of just, you know, it's either you, ball. ball or <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> you see. play ball, you do some sports or you do other things, you do other things pretty yeah, much. I, I see, yeah, you I know see. what I mean? And, and you're in the street, you're doing all kinds of stuff. And it's very easy, especially where we're from, like to, to get caught up in that world, bro. Everybody's doing it. You know what I mean? You're all your friends. They grew up watching all the OGs, all the older heads doing the same foolishness on in the streets and all that kind of stuff. So I, I remember when my dad, this, it's like 20 years now, like over yeah. 20 years, which is crazy. Yeah. When he started ETBA and, I, and it was because I, I, I wanted to play, I wanted to play basketball. I was, I was like, I was, you know, that I really, like he started to, he saw that I was serious with it and I was really interested in it. So he, I remember we went to like SBA in Scarborough. Yeah. <laughs> you know SBA house league and we're doing it and he just wanted he didn't like that they were kind of selecting players yeah. 
mm-hmm. their guys and based yeah. on whether they had money and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. those programs are not cheap. They're expensive. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so right, that was yeah. like, okay, well, I mean, I have all these kids, you know, going to a Boys and Girls Club and all these different things that want to play ball. You know, it wasn't just me. It was a lot of kids of my age. All of us yeah. wanted to play basketball. Oh, yeah. but we didn't nice. have anything there that was set up for us. So, and, and something that's affordable. So he just, that's the reason why he started it. He started because he, he saw all of, our, all of us, all the kids, yeah. my age, older, and also younger that are not doing anything. Um, we have programs at the Boys and Girls Club, which is great, but nothing organized, no rep team that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, in, in our area that's actually, yeah. you know, going out there, playing at OBA and all these different um, tournaments and all that stuff. So he, that's why he started to do it. And mm-hmm. I remember... Um, he really wanted to not focus on, and to this day, it's still the same way. Uh, he doesn't want, he doesn't care about being the number one organization. He doesn't care about the fact that whether you win OBA or not, obviously you want to be competitive. Yeah. It's just creating the opportunity. That's it. He wanted to just be there for the kids, for them, making sure that it's affordable, making sure that they have somewhere else to be outside of just being outside in the streets. Mm -hmm. So that's, so that's how we started it. And, the importance is obvious. Like, look at you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like for me, obviously growing up with him, I had that, but like, I'm looking at the different people that I'm, that I'm with now or that I see that came from my area now. And Mm -hmm. the ones that were like in the programs and all that, it it helps, man. It keeps them off the streets. streets. You mentioned Chubbs, Chubbs, like, like Chubbs, Prem, all these guys, you guys are now all my clients. They're now clients of mine. Like I work Mm -hmm. with all of them. Literally, Preem, Chubbs, a lot of even even more OVO guys and yeah, 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 in that yeah. camp through Chubbs mm-hmm. just because of the relationship. But those relationships were built from organizations and basketball. programs like ETBA, like basketball, yes. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where you're able to kind of come up together off of the BS, not on the foolishness, not on the yeah. streets, but on some something that's solid. So yeah. th- that's it. And then you asked about the importance like of, of giving back. That, that like what Chubb's doing, I, I applaud him so much. I'm like, so sorry to tell you, I'm so envious because every year it happens, I'm always sucking. You're not, you're not, you're not out here. here, and it's like it's, it's crazy <laughs> because like he always does it in 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 the in the white building in the gym, and it's like if people like know my story and stuff, like that's where I started playing ball in the yep. white building in the gym. Yep. So like to, to the fact slippery that gym, slippery, slippery gym, and like oh every, I hate you know, those courts. Everybody those, those ice yeah, rinks. Bro. Everybody, it's tile. It's, it's, it's not. It's not hardwood. It's tile. Yeah. Everybody you know what? about about Scarborough basketball. Like, if you come from Galloway, you're not a shooter. You can't shoot. You know why? Because the rim is fucking like this far from the ceiling. <laughs> so, 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 so no you, outlet so, passes. So you're not no outletting. Outlet you can't. Passes. You're not a shooter. No, 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 but no, no. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you grew up playing ball in Galloway, you can handle the ball. Mm. You're athletic. You can get to the rim. You're physical. Like well, these are just things that just and you just, can ice skate too, apparently. Part of, yeah, you're just a yeah, part yeah, of you're great you know? yeah. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like that those programs give you outs. It gives you they give you outlets. That's why I, yeah. I mean I was talking to Chubbs, we're trying to figure out you know, for next year, back to school, all these different things. So I'm just like, bro, this is not enough. We need to do more. Um I, I I would even love to, to even just not only for, for basketball, but for me, like obviously I grew up in ball, did it. Stopped doing it, um, got into the business world and the professional mm-hmm. world. Now I'm like, okay, well, how, how could I help people? I'm glad I'm doing this podcast because how could I help people now think about buying homes? We grew up mm-hmm. in areas where you don't even think about buying homes. Everybody rents. 
everybody oh, rents. Yeah, getting out of housing, just getting out of housing is yeah. like moving on up Jefferson. Like you, you know what I mean? Just to, just yeah. to get out of the, the system and be in a position where you could pay market rent is huge where we're from. So mm-hmm. getting past, and it's all mental, bro. Like it's, everything is all about how you think and yeah. opening up your mind. So if you don't have anybody there that's there to kind of coach you oh, to, yeah. not even a take coaching out, but like showing you, oh, you yeah. know, giving you kind of like the roadmap or the blueprint of how to do it. These are the things that we need. And this is kind of, the, that's the kind of, that's the way I feel like I can contribute back. So that's, that's what I'm working on right now is, mm-hmm. is a, a non-for-profit organization that gives information for not well, obviously basketball is basketball, but for you know things like building wealth, how to get rid, you know, get your credit up. How do you? Yeah. How, how yeah. do you save? How do you live within your means? Don't how do you? We you don't. Know, yeah, everybody has a problem. Exactly. That's not even true. There, that's a problem across the board. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah. to add on to what you were saying, because you just brought up a yeah. very valid point, and I just want to like reiterate it. Right? It's just the idea of the mentality of getting out of housing compared to paying market rate rent right or market rate mortgage whichever one right right? because the thing about the thing about um housing is that it makes it so much easier for you to afford the rent because it's gearing it towards your income right so you're paying a lot less compared to what market rate would be and so you get comfortable with it and it's a and it's a and getting out of your comfort zone is a very scary thing. We Everybody yeah. knows that, right? Even yeah. the idea of us doing this podcast and having it video recorded. To me, I had to step out of my comfort zone for that because I'm okay with the speaking audio-wise, but being on camera is different, right? Right. And it's the same thing with, with uh, housing. And it's trying to convince people and un- get them to understand and the value of not settling in this system just because you're comfortable with this system get out right. of it because you can always get something better you don't settle for yep. that simple stuff that you're that you're accustomed to right yep another thing you brought up too that i think you should kind of touch a bit more on is credit because um especially growing up in in the hood and growing up like in not well-off areas the minute the bank gives you credit it's it like where's the next jordan's yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, P- PS5, <laughs> PS4 is out there. Let me grab that. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's We're not taught the fu- to think in the future. We're not taught about the fact that spending credit is a lot harder to recover yeah. than spending like physical liquid cash. So if you want to talk a bit more about that kind of like, because a lot of our listeners probably are struggling with credit. I know I, I'm in the process of rebuilding my credit and it's a slow yeah, process. Slow you know, and, and Same with me. had yeah. I known when I first got my first credit card, what the future would entail would have been a lot smarter and better with it right so what can you speak on that being an expert yeah no problem i'm so i i, I did everything that you guys like the second i got the card gone oh, like yeah, yeah. shopping and you think it's almost like the thought process is you know this is like a salary you're given <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean my first credit card i thought it was free money yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's bro, like, like, my like first credit card, I freaking emptied that shit, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Gone. It's kind of like the, it kind of like when people just got the surge. Emptied that. And they just spent it all off yeah, without, without exactly. realizing that they may have, that they're going to have to repay back at the end. Yeah, crazy, and then they're confused about knowledge. 
like, man, I gotta pay this back. It's the same. It's the same. Yep. It's the same type of Crazy, idea. Crazy. I, I give. Um, so I, I did that. I, I bought everything right away. Got into debt right away, and I was good at. See, the, the scary part about credit and credit cards is I was good at keeping up with it. So mm-hmm. I, if you're able to keep up with it, there the system is set up where they will give you more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you keep you. up with it, they'll continue to reward you for for keeping up. So they'll give you more credit, more credit, and it slowly creeps up onto you until you until you're in a point where, which I was in that point, okay. but I was in some serious debt, but I was able to keep it going. Like I was able to keep maintain, maintain. But all it takes is just one situation to happen in your life, and then like a pandemic, yeah, over like it a pandemic. just will wrap everything so i had that i had that happen and that's a whole discussion on its own a few years ago where that changed my life changed because i was i had a house of cards essentially like i was able to keep up i was making enough income in my business to kind of keep things going but it just takes one good wind to blow everything down and i'm in a i can happily say like i'm in a better i have better credit than i even had ever in my life now but it took for me to rebuild over the last few years to get to that point and part of it was saying this i'm done with like i can't do i don't do the credit cards like i have them yeah but i don't, I don't like i don't walk around with them i don't use them like that at all i pay them completely off i put i use currently right now credit cards for netflix <laughs> spotify <laughs> um you know apple apple itunes not kind of all those things just kind of like on a reoccurring cycle and it gets yeah. paid automatically the history yeah when i started doing that they start giving you more credit they start to like you're in a position now where you, you don't have that debt and if it's being paid off every month you're you're able to actually maintain you know what i mean a great credit score and also just it's not your money it's not your money bro oh, like yeah. it's, oh, <laughs> i didn't tell my like at the biggest thing yeah it's not my not yours. Like, mm-hmm. It's not your money. So I, I had, and sorry, I, I know we're kind of going. I want to really get oh, no, because my, ne- my nephew, my nephew, he's he's eighteen, and he he's you know he he see all of his friends getting credit cards now. So he said, like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get a credit card." I had to sit down with him. I'm like, "Bro, I wish somebody did what I'm going to do with you right now. This is not your money. Yeah, you don't. Oh, this is not your. This, this is not yours. Like this money." It's not your, it's not at all. All you're doing, use it to build your credit. And that's it. I, specific, I, my, my way is very, I'm like, I'm an extreme kind of person. I don't like to kind of play. Cause I think when I was playing in the middle, middle? That, that's what got me into trouble before yeah. with credit. So I decided not to do that. So now I don't play with it at all. I literally just told him like, look, you want to build your credit at a $500 or a thousand, if you can manage it, you're not even managing it. Cause I don't want you to touch it. All you're <laughs> going to do is set up your Netflix. You're yeah. going to set up your Netflix. You're going to set up your Spotify or whatever you have as like, yeah. which is like only about $30 or so of Money. a reoccurring monthly payment that yeah. comes out and you make it automatic out of your bank account every month. Yeah. So for the due date, it automatically comes out of your card. Yeah. And it pays the, whatever that $20. It may be, it sounds like an insignificant amount, but they look at things like your utilization rate. So they look at how much debt, how much debt do you have based on the credit that you so for example if you have ten thousand dollars of credit if you're using a thousand dollars of that ten thousand you're only utilizing ten percent right so they look at that that's favorable if you're using six thousand dollars out of the ten thousand dollar credit card you're now getting into a point where it's unfavorable for you where your 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 utilization rate is now high you don't want it to be there so i tell them 
but they want to see activity. Yeah. So it, it can't just be sitting there, right? It, it, that almost affects you as well, right? Yeah. So you want to actually, so the, the activity is having the Netflix, your Spotify's and all these things coming out, being charged on that card and then being paid automatically from your bank account. But don't use it ever. I'll tell them, I want to keep, I, I told them, I'm, I'm going to take your card. <laughs> I want to take it. You know what I mean? Because I know you're. Because to tell an eighteen-year-old not yeah, to use not, credit not to card, use yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's the thing I had a problem with. Um, I don't know, like in Toronto, uh, when I went to U of T, it's like everywhere you go, there's people giving like free headphones for a credit yeah. card. You right know, away. free t-shirt, all that stuff. Right you have away. these young kids. Oh my God, my own money. Let me just grab it yeah. and then build up debt from the jump. The it's worst like, one. The it's worst like one. Is, understand. The kids worst don't understand. That's not your money. That's very important. One is when they're when you're grocery shopping, and they come oh, yeah. to they come to yeah. you with it, and they're like, "Yo, oh, if yeah. you sign up, you can get like a hundred dollars of gas of of you can get a hundred dollar gift card right now. So why yeah. pay? Why pay for your own food? We're gonna give you a yeah. gift card or so whatever. So you're like, oh man, all right, I get to save this hundred bucks right now because I'm gonna yep. sign up. I get approved. Cool. Then yep. a year later, you're like, oh crap, I maxed up my card. <laughs> I I ain't got yeah. no. I ain't got no money. That's how they now. get like, you? Money. Yep, and they get you. And 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 that's just what I'm bringing up is is that's just the way I I'm only yeah. giving my philosophy behind it. Some people have control, and they could yeah. like ideally in the ideal world, you you use a card for your things and then pay it off at the end of the month. Yeah, like you pay it off on the, on on the statement date. That's that's the ideal world. I don't. I realized I tried that and it didn't work. I tried it for a couple months, and within a couple months, it just it just didn't work. I now I was I spent too much that I didn't have that money mm-hmm. at that time. So then you just so then it starts to revolve, and then you have a revolving yeah. balance, yeah. and then it just grows and grows and grows. grows. Yeah. I so yeah. my my thing to him. I know my nephew. I know he's like me, where he's gonna <laughs> spend it if it's in the. I'm like, bro. I want it to the second you get the card set up, give it to me. I don't want you to use it. And then that's that way when they give you the credit increases, take them because mm-hmm. you don't have your card anyways. I have yeah. it. So when they give yeah. you the credit increases, take them, you do this. But really from what I was, I was talking to somebody from Credit Canada, all you really need is like two revolving credits. Like you have your line, of, your credit card or your line of credit mm-hmm. to build credit. That's yeah. really all you really yeah. need to build credit. All the other yeah. stuff, is, you know what I mean? That can get you potentially into trouble as well. Cards nice. get people into trouble. Um, payday loans payday loans are the oh my worst yeah. thing yeah. ever and most of them you are can the never get out of that yeah well then, when do you where do you see, you don't see payday loans in in, in in like certain suburbs where million yeah. dollar properties and yeah. all that you'll never see, you see any that. of that stuff mm-hmm. they will not make a dime because people the rich people are teaching their kids this stuff yeah. you don't have i think that. i think at Janet wilson there's like a payday loan shop on all four corners <laughs> yeah That's crazy. Uh, yeah <laughs> Same thing at Scarborough. I'll say one last thing on this one. Yeah, of course. Is yeah. American Express. So if people are getting credit cards, they got to understand that Amer- like American Express only has like two actual credit cards. Everything right. else is considered charge cards. So, right. for, mm-hmm. so for credit cards, they say you can pay the minimum balance. So if you don't have a high amount, whatever, and you pay the minimum balance, okay, that, that goes on to that counts as a payment it's not a mm-hmm. paying it off but with charge cards you have to pay off the full balance mm-hmm. and i worked at a collection company in toronto when i lived there and people had american express cards and they had like fifty thousand dollars on their charge card because that's what the limit Yikes. was 
and they thought that they thought they were doing the right thing by making minimum what they considered minimum payments, what they thought the ten percent payment right. was, but then right. it was in collections because right. they weren't paying off the full amount. They were making what a credit card would consider a minimum payment. So understanding the difference between a credit and a charge card too is a big thing too. That's a, that's a mm. solid solid point, brother. I don't see it that many, um, just even with clients, a lot of American Express users, but the, they do get this, they yeah. get it. When you, <laughs> when you get that card and you think, oh, I have a high balance, da, 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 I can spend that money. They, you have a high balance. For, they, they're expecting the full amount, full as you that, said, yeah. at, that, at that time, the full amount of that full balance at that month or that during that time, or else exactly you, you go to collections, which is insane. It's not the same as, a, as your other Visa, the MasterCard. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. So just kind of touching back on like the real estate side. Like, so like yeah. for me, like say I'm a, I'm an inexperienced shopper or whatever, whatever. And uh, I'm interested in purchasing a house or, or getting like getting property. Like what are some questions like as an inexperienced uh, shopper, like what are some questions that I should be like aware of or questions that I should be able to ask my real estate agent? That's a good question. So if you're starting off, I, I like if you're my, my first time buyer, I will first tell tell you to go to a mortgage broker for a very first thing, mortgage broker or mortgage agent. And there's two, there's two types of um, people that you can see for the lending side. And obviously a mortgage broker or a mortgage agent, they're going to help you get the financing for you to buy the home. That's mm-hmm. the very, very, very first step before mm-hmm. you even go look at a property, before you go online, start shopping online, go and find out what your situation is. So one of the things that a mortgage broker is going to ask you about is, Credit, mm-hmm. <laughs> buddy. Yeah. That we're talking about it. They're gonna want to know what your. They're gonna want to know what your credit. And at that moment, the earlier you do this, I always tell them. Um, I've had a situation where I've had a couple of clients that were young, and they they went to they came to me saying that you know I want to buy a home. I said go to a mortgage. I sent it to one of my mortgage brokers. Um, and even though they didn't have everything set up, it took about two three years for them to get to the point where they can buy. But it was valuable time because the mortgage broker said, okay, this is your credit. You need to do this. You need to pay down on certain cards, stay away from car loans if you can, all these different things that the, that the uh, in terms of your credit, pay, paying down your, you know, a l- more than the balance, knocking out debt as much as possible. I try to, bro, I try to stay away from debt as much as possible now in my life. I'm 34 years old now, and I've seen what, what could happen if you get into some deep, I was in it. Mm-hmm. And it put me, as I said, it put me in a tough position. I had to redo everything, everything. and set everything back up. I didn't have to declare bankruptcy or anything like that, but sell my home and all these different things just to fix all those stupid mistakes that I've made over years. Mm-hmm. And like I keep telling, I know I'm kind of off topic now, but I keep, I want to stress to you, your listeners, you may see as a little bit of a, like a small issue now, but if you don't fix that habit or if you don't fix that problem and you continue down that path that pattern it you will get to a point where you're looking at a terrible situation mm-hmm. like you're just in a pit and now you're gonna have to restart and i i i know you i haven't even shared this on like i'm planning on doing this and sharing this out on social media and all that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. i want to be open, open uh, to as many people as pos- possible about it um but yeah setting up your credit that's going to be something that a mortgage broker is going to be able to walk you through. Um, they're going to want to talk about your debts, as I said, um, you know, your student loans, paying that off or your car payments, 
Mm-hmm. Somebody that's looking for a home, you shouldn't have a car payment that's like thirteen hundred, a thousand dollars a month. That's going to destroy you. That's going to take up. That's going to eat up at your at the ratios. They have this thing called debt ratios, where they look at your mm-hmm. your um your debt compared to the income that's coming in. Mm-hmm. And if this is if that number of an assets, that, that numbers and assets exactly yeah. exactly that yes any income like your assets that that's bringing in income or appreciating and they look at that and they see okay well if that's too high then you know that will affect how much money the bank will give you or if they give mm. you money at all so that's big income they're going to want to look at your income how much money you make um they're going to want to look at so debt uh income credit and i'm missing one thing i'm losing my mind right now i think that's pretty much it if you get those th- those three things under wraps and then your down payment mm. of course how much money you got <laughs> i'm like there's four i always say there's four the fourth thing yeah. is money you gotta see yeah, how much yeah. money and in canada five percent is the minimum down payment up to five hundred thousand dollars so if you're looking at for a home i know that exists in alberta and calgary but in toronto it's very tough to find something for 500 grand yeah. um depending on where you are but for five hundred thousand dollars you can put down a minimum of five percent uh, down payment. So those four things you go, you you deal with that credit, income, debt, and then down payment. Um, you're based on those four things. The mortgage broker will be able to tell you what you can afford. And once you have that number, whether it's five hundred or six hundred thousand uh, dollars, then you come to me and we go and we kind of look at your criteria and and then start shopping from there. But that's the hardest part: the financing, getting that side, those requirements filled. That is. Even I would say even more than fifty percent of the battle, you know. What I mean, that's always the toughest part is getting the financing and meeting um, those requirements. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a friend, I had a friend out here, and I'll use them as an example because they they talk about it openly. Was that they had, they were, right in the process of signing for their finance. They had everything. They had the down payment, credits, amazing, all that stuff, and then COVID hit. Oh and and because COVID hit and she was a week late signing the paper, it put the whole wow. process in jeopardy because yeah. we we work at a gym. So the gym had to close because of the pandemic. So she almost lost the house that she put a down payment on because of the fact that income oh. is oh, so unstable. Because they said yeah. the income was unstable, even though she, yeah. she had co-signers because she yeah. because she wasn't the one with the actual job that mm. it put it all up to jeopardy she got the house yeah thankfully, thankfully she was able to good get for her to get yeah. back to work but it was about to be a next thing where she almost lost her down payment because yeah, yeah. it was the financing section right yeah so. it is it's every we see all of our deals you would think fight like inspection plays a big role Inspection does. I mean, if there's like crazy mold in the attic, which happens, just happened to me with a client like last month, literally. Um, but that, those things can be fixed. Uh, you know, those things could be adjusted. The biggest, biggest, biggest like hurdle or I guess you could say um, problem that we see finance, deals not close or fall through is due to financing. And it's usually right now, as you said, with, with, with COVID income. Because they want to, they want to see stable income. Even for me as self-employed, and if you guys have your businesses, if you're self-employed, um, income is is even way more scrutinized. They want yeah. to see like two two solid years of income yeah. before they would even give you a mortgage. 
right? But and then if you're employed, then they want to see like obviously job letters. They're going to want to see um, they're going to want to see pay stubs. They're going to want to speak. A lot of them they never use. Some of them will call. Some of the lenders will call just a, a quick phone call. But now they're even doing a little more, <laughs> calling yeah. a little yeah. more, asking a lot more questions. Yeah. Um. You know, they're they're doing their their research on you to check and see if you're actually able to to afford this mortgage. Mm-hmm. Confirm everything. Yeah. Exact. Exactly. It was very loose when I first started. I've been doing this um since 2012, and it wasn't as loose as I heard it was even before that. Before. But it wasn't as <laughs> yeah before. It was buddy. So four. <laughs> man's are getting man's are getting mortgages left, right, and center. Yeah. No problem. No I problem. waited too long to get a house from. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like before was no money down. All kinds. Oh of wow. Stuff there. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. You didn't even. It was crazy before. Now they they've over the years put in what they were trying to do and what they have successfully done so far is not, they don't want to be what happened to the two, to the U S in 2008, yeah. the recession. So anything to be away from that, yeah. they put in the stress test, which now you have to qualify for a higher interest rate because you know, you, you see, you're seeing low interest rates right now, which is the big, big, big thing right now. One, well, you can get like one, 1%, one and a half, two percent um interest rates which are very very low interest rates for some people that Mm -hmm. don't know um your average before when i started was like around three and a half four four and a half uh so interest having a low interest rate is actually a great thing but the stress test what the what the government wants you to do they want you to qualify for a higher interest rate to make sure that if that interest rate was to increase you could still pay, make your payments, mm. right? Ah. You could still, you could still do your, you could still afford your mortgage and all that. So they will put you what we call a stress test. They will, even though you get a, you have a discounted rate at one point two five percent, they will want you to qualify for a rate of four four percent or four and a half, whatever the um, Bank of Canada's rate is at that time. Um, so you have to, which means that you have to be in a position where. Your your income has to be all solid. Them. All the mm. other things have to be solid in order for you to afford this home. So I think it, yeah, <laughs> very very interesting. Very interesting. So um, what are some like other common misconceptions you know that people have when looking to buy property? Um, usually I find that with with um, first time buyers they want. So they'll go through that process with the mortgage broker, get to me. Yeah. They have their, they have, you know, $500,000 ready to buy. And then they'll give me a list that like, oh, I want a four acre home, triple car garage. You know what I mean? I want a horse stable. I, all this. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the city, in the city yeah, with, a horse, the, with, a, with a horse yeah. stable. <laughs> Make sure it comes with the with the with the Benz or the Ferrari and stuff. Driveway. Yeah, I know. I would say that is the m- biggest misconception is is you know you don't need that knockout home right out the gate. You don't. You're not looking for your forever home right out the gate. You know what I mean? Take time. If you, I mean, it may not be a detached house, especially in in Toronto. I mean, you're most likely going to be in a a condo or a townhouse or a semi-detached for your first property if you're a first-time buyer, depending on your income and your down payment. You know, that's probably going to be the property that you'd be looking for. But most of them will be like, okay, well, I have this budget, but then I want a detached home, (laughs) which is like three, four, five hundred thousand dollars different from what they can afford. Yeah. So it's just it's setting setting your mind that okay, this is stages. 
I'm going to buy my, that condo, but in two, three years, I'm going to move out of that condo and buy a townhouse or semi-detached. And then from there, I'm going to get into the detached. Or you might be able to go from condo townhouse straight to detached home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Depending on where, you, where your, your home is located, mm-hmm. you know, and how well it did in terms of equity. But that would be the biggest misconception, I would say, for mm-hmm. sure. Just so cool down. You may have to. You may, <laughs> have, to, you may have to go from a underground parking a to a yeah to a one car garage. Yeah, the double car. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. go for the triple car with the bend yeah. But like, and the fountain is, with I, alkaline water. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is these are the conversations I always have, and I have to like kind of like say, okay, hey, let's let's slow it down and work our way up there. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what are like okay what are two do's and don'ts that people should be aware of when they're looking to invest in property? Um, two solid that's a great ones. question. So invest um, whether you're buying for yourself or as an investment. Your location. I know you guys probably hear everybody that hears about real estate. You know, location, location, location. It is yeah. it is a big deal. Where your house is located, where your condo is located, that matters. Um, some areas do. Buddy, if you're in the right location, same house, but on the right street, right neighborhood, your house can appreciate, which means grow. The money can grow in it with mm-hmm. like by, you know, hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars in a year. Wow. I mean, this and this, this actually does happen. Funny enough, but not as much really? depending on where you are. <laughs> yeah, bro. I had a situation where a client um, bought right time, timing and location, bought the right property at the right time, new construction bought it for around $600,000. This was a few years ago. And it ended up selling. Called me the next year, like nine months later, say, hey, I want to put it up for the sale. So we ended up getting it ready and all that. A million, so a million 90. So just under wow. one month. Wow. What? You almost doubled? <laughs> In what? that time. So that was, that was oh, a they crazy. Did, they that was did a, double. They did double. Yeah, that was no, a, said, almost, almost, one, almost, almost, almost. Almost, almost. 600, oh. almost. <laughs> that was crazy, bro. <laughs> Buddy. Yeah. So tell me, so timing, I mean, nobody can, nobody knows about timing. Timing yeah. is up yeah. to God alone. We don't know what, what gone with that, but location you can control. Yeah. So I would say do find properties that have, you know, a, a great location. I had a couple of things here. Oh, cash flow. If it's an investment property, so if it's something that, you know, you, you already have your home, but then this is something that you're going to be renting out. Um, you want to ideally, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but you will ideally would want to buy a property that can cover itself, which means that the rent that's coming in is covering the mortgage and covering the property taxes. Um, the And then allow your tenants to pay for all the, the, the rest of the utilities and, um, and that's pretty much in everything else, essentially, right? So they will cover the rent that's coming in, will cover your mortgage and your property tax, and then the tenant pays their utility separate. And then, I mean, even if you're not making a dime, even if you're just breaking even, that is a beautiful situation because these guys are paying down your mortgage plus your house, depending on where it is, if it's located in the right location, will be appreciating in value, which is amazing. So growing in equity. Um, and then also you will be, um, you, you, if you are able to get cash flow, that's great. Cause then now you're getting money in your pocket as well. A couple, even a couple bucks, even if it's zero, this is all happening without you having to be involved. It. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. You be a property manager. You have to deal with that aspect of it, but that's about it. So those are the two, the two things. If it's cash, if it's an investment property, something that you're renting out cash flow, I would take it more important. Like, so I would be more important. Sorry, I'll be more. Um, I'll focus more on that. There's some. There's some people that 
focus only on appreciation. And appreciation mm-hmm. is just, let's say you buy a new construction condo and you buy it for, for $500,000, you know, and in two years, it's not going to be built. You're, you know, two years from now, it's now worth six fifty or 600 You only worry about that. The problem with this model and what we're finding right now is things like COVID-19 happen. And although our market's been doing great, the condo market in Toronto hasn't been doing great. Yeah, no. So all those people that were, you know, in those positions, just focus on the appreciation, not focus on the fact that, you know, let's make sure that this property can cover itself or at least... Even if it's a little bit of negative cash flow, I mean, that, like if it's costing you fifty or two hundred dollars a month, you know, because that you need to put out of your pocket with the rent just to cover it, that that the bills, that's fine. But there's a lot of people that are in positions now where they're way over their head. A lot of people are way over their head. The rent that's coming in because there's not a lot of people renting right now due to COVID downtown in Toronto. Um, so people are really struggling right now. So yeah. So people are counting their so, chickens before they hatch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that and that's what that that creates the, the appreciation to me. I look at that as the gravy on top. I think cash flow is something that you should and cash flow again is making sure that you're covering all your expenses, um, that all the things that are costing you. So your mortgage, your property taxes, um, if you have a condo, your maintenance fees as well. Right. The don'ts I would say, um, don't if you're investing, don't don't just go based on whatever the salesman including myself will tell you do your research look at look it up a lot of things are up online now you can check up a location you can see you know you can get all the information that you need on that property um usually online um and i will also i I would also say like you know don't i I was saying don't appreciate don't focus on appreciation that's the opposite of focus on cash flow don't just focus on appreciation for that example of covid because if anything changes Mm -hmm. if you're just focused on what could potentially happen that's more of a gamble as opposed to, you know, making sure that you're covering your expenses every month. All right. All right. So I'm I know not... it's a lot, man. I could talk a lot. Nah. Sorry, bro. No, nah, good, bro. Yeah, nah, good, this bro. Uh, he's dropping gems right now, bro. That's perfect, bro. That's, that's yeah, good, good information, it, man. man. I'm taking notes myself. Facts, bro. <laughs> yo, <laughs> facts, that, bro. Like, yo, I'm like dead ass. Like, honestly, like, this is, this is the, as I said, like, coming, coming from, like growing up in like metro housing and getting and Galloway, growing up there, like these are things that I never heard before. You know, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I was never privy to that stuff. And like I was fortunate enough that I'm able to kind of come out here to Calgary and kind of you know like do a one-two thing, you know. But like these, I, I never had this information. So like being able to be to like sort, sort this information up and just listen, it, 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 these are gems, bro. Appreciate. My dad said he's proud of you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. He's I proud know. of you, man. I mentioned it to him, and he's he's very, very proud. These are the things he's saying that these are the reasons why he does. He's still doing. He was just in the ETBA meeting this morning, or this right when I came in this afternoon. These are the reasons why he does this. It's yeah, to see right. people like you know guys like you that are coming from those areas. You I know, appreciate. I grew up so even before Galloway, I was in Finch, mm-hmm. and I was living in Driftwood. In, oh wow! So you guys, are, <laughs> so so you know you know yeah. Driftwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane, yeah, 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 yeah. Jane and Driftwood. So I live. So there's a, a, a convenience store called Tadmore. You know Tadmore. You know yeah, it's right yeah, by yeah. right right across. So you have it's it's just just what would it be just so it's Tadmore is like right by Brookview, the the middle school. If you know Jane and Finch, you know the area. It's right around in that same area. But I grew up on top of Tadmore for years oh, from when I was born. <laughs> yeah, Finch is a Finch is a wild west, bro. Yeah, Finch, Finch is that. crazy. I hear that. Yeah, anyways, it, all, 
<laughs> but like my, I remember the reason why I bring the story up is that I remember my mom, my mom and my dad were never together. Like they obviously had me together, but they were never married, right? Yet <laughs> 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 my son and my sister, but uh, they were never married. But anyway, I grew up with my mom first, and then I moved in with my dad in Galloway. So I went from one hood to the next. Funny enough, <laughs> but I remember my mom moving out of Finch, and that was we're in housing with roaches, rat, the whole nine, and yep. above yeah, the convenience store. You know what I mean? And her moving out to go rent in Brampton was, as I said, it was the biggest thing. It was yeah. huge. Bro, that's just like to go out of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She didn't even think about, she didn't even know to think about, you know, maybe I could have saved some money and go now buy a property. She wasn't even thinking, it wasn't even remotely that. on her mind to buy. You know what I mean? And, Bro, and like, then it just, that cycle continues in us. Mm-hmm. I moved yeah. out from the hood, from Kingston. I, I live 4301 Kingston Road. Yeah, I live apartment three twenty, bro. Like, <laughs> I used to, like people, like, like, it's crazy. Like, I'll be doing like, I'll, I'll be like, like doing like stuff for like letters and stuff. And like, I'll sometimes I'll put like my old address, like forty three or one Kings Road and Gallery, apartment three twenty M one two, like all that shit. I put all that stuff in there. I'm like, oh wait, I don't live here no more. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah. But like, but like, for me moving from Kings Road and Gallery, from the from the White Building, and I only moved like two blocks. Like, I moved down to Overture. Which is two blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other huge. Road. That's huge. You're in the rich part of now. Bro, you're in the rich like, part of, of the. Of... <laughs> <laughs> he's in, like, he's in the, I'm vexed. being dead real. He's in no, the rich part. You're not in the rich part. bro. And, it, like, and it's not even. What? Overture's not even that. Like, it's just now houses. It's just regular yeah, houses. Yeah, it's just yeah, regular yeah, homes. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> and bro, like I, I moved it. I remember I moved great. I was vexed when, when I moved. I'm like, yo, I, I moved me out from the hood. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, I was vexed because like all, all I knew was a hood. That's all. That's all I knew. Yeah. Like, like we you know playing ball in Maplewood, playing ball yep. in the back. Like, I, that's all I knew. And I was vexed, and like, the, and like, like hearing, like hearing everything. I'm like, yo, like, like she made a decision that was be- that, that benefited that benefited her and myself and my family. One hundred percent. It's so it funny because when you think about that, like. When you come out of those areas, you're you're same thing. Vex at your parents, or even moving me out of the hood. Like, oh friends. yeah, they know, bro. They know. They know. Bro, they know. Like, Facts. we're trying to make, we're trying to set you up, we're trying to set mm-hmm. you up to be, you know, successful. Where I'm you are, your environment, it's 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 not gonna, it's just not gonna happen. Or it makes it a lot harder for it to happen. just to have a chance, yeah. you know. Yeah, bro. There's a, a chance of something, you know. So it's, it's just, as I said, like, I'll, I'll and I have these conversations of... all the time, all it's the true, time, bro. like, all and the like, time. like him and I talk about this. And like people, regularly, people who've been in, been in those those like situations and stuff and those environments, like you're you're you're, you're so much more grateful for like opportunity because you know what oh, yeah you, for sure you know what you've come from. Like I tell so true. I tell I tell these kids in Calgary all the time. Like these, these they, like, yo like I love these kids to death. Like these kids, these kids out here like these guys don't know struggle, right? So like I, I'm like yo like when I was growing up like like I remember having to like take the freaking shopping cart from No Frills and put that in the corner and use that as a net. You had a shopping I, cart, bro. I, I, we had bro, like the freaking I remember I remember doing that stuff and like and like and like back in the day when like slam ball came out, I remember putting the shopping cart on, on like in the middle of the net and like trying to jump off the shopping cart and dunk it. And, yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, I, I remember no, doing all this stuff. The cart like, stayed no in the where the, the outside yeah, outside, outside court, court of yes. white of the white building. So yes. I live, you know, so there's a fence, and I live literally in the back. right next. Yeah, to, I remember. Right. Yeah, I remember that outdoor. Remember, <laughs> you used to put the cart right the cart. there so you could jump yes. off of it. And yes, I remember. That's fact. I'm, <laughs> saying, yo, I'm, 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 I'm talking facts, bro. Like I, I remember doing that. I'm like, I'm like, you guys don't know because now, like, I'll be driving, like, I'll be out here and driving Calgary, and I'll see like 
these like pristine basketball courts with like mesh mm-hmm. rims and like the, the the court is like it's not like blacktop it's like some kind of rubber material so it's like this is, this is like wow. i would have killed for this and they're empty yep. uh-huh mm-hmm. yep and they're empty and i'm like yo like you guys don't understand like what you guys yeah you guys are like yeah i don't want to say you have a silver spoon in your mouth but like you guys don't know like we have to have like, like even like like playing ball in the white building like if you lost you're off yeah, bro. You know what I mean, but everyone also there. goes. But also one, goes. One, one it also goes to the change of time and and people understanding the importance of of those of those yeah, courts, out, right? And yeah. so, like, so, like, when we were growing up, we didn't have the importance of it was that it was just there, right? But they didn't. They couldn't see residual impact as right. ki- as we were growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of a thing where sports and physical literacy and all that type of stuff is very stressed across the country, right? Fact. So yeah. them them putting all the effort and the money and the all that stuff to revamp old courts. Like I remember when they did um, Markham and Eglinton's court when they revamped M and E. Yep. When yep, they completely that, changed. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. My grandma like, lives right there. Yeah, like those, like those type of stuff. To us, it's a bigger deal than the ones that never played on there before and they're right. seeing it, right? So you, so it's just a generational thing. Like we have the appreciation of it because we know the nets that we used to play on. We, and we know that if we were playing outdoors, if you're shooting, you have to get it directly in or it's a brick. Like it's it's the way how it works, right? Like those you guys had those triple thick rims. Uh, yeah, the, like, net, the, net, the, the net had no mesh on it, and sometimes it's like a go, band of steel. This shit. You'll be lucky if it had like the friggin' like the, the, the chain link, the chain link. Man. Oh, the like, biggest yeah. argument. The yeah, biggest yeah. argument Bro. wasn't. <laughs> the biggest argument wasn't if it was a foul. The biggest argument was did it go in? If it, if it went in, because from some people's. Some people's POV. It, was, air it, did, it was an air, air ball that you miss, man. Right? Like it was this way how it was. But it's just it's just for us, we can appreciate seeing that these courts are there, but we never really appreciate the fact that they're not being as used as much. Because no. if we had those when we were growing up, we were using them. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. We would travel, like people would take the bus to go to a next hood to play yep. on those courts because they had the rims up and the courts by us didn't have the rims up, like stuff like that. Or it was crooked. Or, or light. Or yeah. light. Or lights. Yeah, the lights. That's, that, that's, 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 that's a big yeah. thing too. Light is a big huge, deal. Bro. That's yeah. how some of those guys that come in. If you can shoot and in the dark and still make it, buddy. Your lights are <laughs> When the lights are on. I remember. When the lights are on in the gym. Yeah, Yeah, you're yeah. cashing. Buddy. I, I came from, uh, I used to live at Bathurst and Lawrence and Neptune. So I was uh, I was a West Side guy, and then um, parents moved up to Richmond Hill, right? And the courts there weren't that great because Richmond Hill didn't really care as much about basketball as they did right. everything Hockey else. Um, we had one court that's pretty much like playing Super Mario basketball, where it's like you had the pothole over there, or you you had the cracked asphalt over there, and if you you want to use it to your advantage, if you're being deed up by a guy with good defense, you try to bring it in the pothole or. But <laughs> was, but while these guys were like, oh my goodness! While these guys were complaining, I'm like, yo, this there's a rim here. 
<laughs> I, I, I didn't care. It's like it was way better than what you had back in Neptune Drive. So, oh, yeah. but but then going back to where I grew up and seeing those cores refurbished, um, yeah. they have that asphalt material. It's yep. like like advanced technology basketball, and there's like one or two kids there, and it's like, yeah. oh man, it, it does yeah. get to you, man. It, it gets to you. But we we also didn't have as many distractions back then. Like back then, all you had was like outside. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you had Internet, basketball. There's no internet or, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No internet, no laptops, yeah. no Instagram, mm-hmm. none of that stuff. So. You had to schedule to go on the internet because you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to make sure your parents were getting a phone call. Like, yeah, oh. bro. AOL. Remember your AOL? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dial up internet and shit, bro. All right. So I got one last question for everyone before, yes, before wrap we wrap it up. Um, and this is just a round table for everyone. So we know that basketball is coming back December 22nd. So what, which game would you want to see on Christmas Day? And what is something that you always have to have, like when you're watching games on Christmas? Whether it's food, whether it's a drink, whether it's a thing. What is something that you always have to have on Christmas when you're watching these games? And what is one game that you want to see this Christmas? Uh, for me, for sure, like, Anyone who knows me knows, like, I'm a huge, huge family person. Like, family is everything. It means everything to me. So, like, whenever we have, like, Christmas stuff or, like, Thanksgiving stuff and they have Christmas games, even though my family is not really, like, basketball, like, like, you know, they're not really, like, into basketball like that. Like, they'll sit and watch it, you know, but just having that camaraderie, like, oh, like, you can sit and then like, your, your uncle over there is cussing and, you know, everything's going on, but everyone's just there watching basketball. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that, like, I definitely miss and that's something that like I, I look forward to having um so family for sure and something that a game that I want to watch like I'm torn like I, I kind of want to see Lakers and Clippers but then I'm like yo, I'm done with the Clippers or whatever I want to see like Lakers in Brooklyn would be a good matchup I think okay. Lakers in Brooklyn or even like Brooklyn and Golden State might be a good matchup those are two things that like I'd be I'd be I'd be excited to watch, but like there's not one game where I'm like, yo, that's like that has to be it. Like you know how before it was like Golden State and, and, and Cavs, like 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 that has to be the game on Christmas. Right. And I was like, there are there are multiple kind of things that could go. Like Brooklyn would be a good matchup. Lakers will probably get the a, a Christmas Day game. I don't know who else after that. Maybe Golden I think for State, me it, it depends if if Bron's playing or not. Um, if Bron's not playing, to be honest, I'm not really interested in seeing like like. Are you a Bron fan? Bron's not play. No, 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 not not at all. Oh, just, just in general, just, just, uh, <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah, no. exactly. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but you, were, but, but you respect him. But you respect. Him. I, I, I respect, respect his game. His I, game. I, I respect game, his talent. Yeah. I respect his yeah. game. Um, so, and yeah, he he's the main reason to watch the Lakers, right? He hey, he talk, is the Lakers. Watch carefully, y'all. I'm just watching. Oh, I know. He's punching air right now. Yeah. MJ is watching. So, if he's not playing, there's no reason to, like, AD's good, but just, no, like, LeBron, LeBron brings in more tickets than AD, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, the game for me, I would like to see Brooklyn in action. I think that's the most anticipated for me is whoever is Brooklyn just playing, playing, you know? I also want to yeah. see, um, I also want to see Zion, too. You know, I want I want to see how Zion's gonna play um, without the restrictions uh, because he he showed in the little time that we saw him he showed 
a lot of potential and he showed like he could be a big name this season. Right. So so even seeing I don't know if I want to see, you know, Pelicans and Nets, but I, I want to see either I know I want to see who Brooklyn plays. I want to see how KD does coming back. Uh and don't want to see Zion. Um I want to see how Golden State is. Uh now yep. they have a week off and Steph Curry apparently hit the gym hard this offseason. Uh and the thing I he have was, to he have was here. Huh? He was what? He was here. He was oh, in he Toronto. Was, oh, he was in Toronto with him and his uh Aisha, his family, <laughs> him, and his, him and his family are here for for a couple months. Yeah, I got. Oh, that's why he got swollen. You did that. Yeah, that Toronto man's workout. I, 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 I see they're 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 always at um Jake's gym. Oh, see them. Do you mean the the athletic center of Lakeshore? Is that the, the athletic, gym? The athletic oh, center? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the thing I have to have, even though I'm lactose intolerant, is is rum and eggnog. And uh, like Appleton rum and eggnog. I know. I <laughs> How know. How does that work for you then? You know, I, talk, <laughs> it's worth the sacrifice. Talk to my friends. The one thing you can't have around me is eggnog. That's it's it's called it's called it's called Boxing Day payoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I will wax off an entire box. Of I remember I was staying with my friend. Finished off eggnog. His family made for him. As a as a sorry, I bought him a box of eggnog. And finish that off too. Like I have an addiction to it, even though I pay for it. And it has to have mm-hmm. Appleton rum. That's the thing I have to have. Right. I just feel sorry for your girl, man. For me, I love um I really want to see Golden State play. I really, really want to see Golden State play during oh, like during Christmas. I felt like they were missing it. It was weird to not have them yeah, play. It was weird. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Really, really weird. So I, I would want to see Golden State. I would want to see Wait, I mean, I would say Toronto, but you don't know what's going on with, with, with that roster. No idea. That, yeah. that no idea what's going like, on right now. I don't know, man. Like, don't even know where we're gonna play. If you asked me this, so if you asked me this <laughs> last <laughs> year, this exact same time, I would have said Toronto for sure because we were we de- deserved yeah. it. You know what I mean? Christmas Day for sure. But now I don't know, man. I don't know. I would like to see I, Miami play. My, I, I I would like to see Miami play. Um, no, I was Boston. thinking I was going to say Brooklyn, but I was going to say Brooklyn. But Brooklyn, I would prefer Brooklyn to play LA as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that would be a, that would be a, Durant. Versus, I just I mean, just with the, all the like everything the going on behind it with yeah. Kyrie and Durant talking up, talking up, and LeBron. LeBron would have to play though. There's no way he can't to, play. Yeah, he have to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would agree with. I would agree with. If agree LeBron with plays, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If LeBron plays, yeah. everything yeah. like that, that is everything's um on that. But I would also <laughs> say family for me as well is huge. Um, it, I will. I would want to know I, the sound will have to be on though during Christmas because during yeah. Christmas everybody wants to bully. <laughs> yeah. There's so Boom much going on. I need yeah. the I need the sound to be on. on. Boom blast, yeah. like <laughs> super loud, yeah. super super loud. So sound for me is big. But then obviously having my family there will be awesome. Uh, so for me, Christmas is my birthday. So. I, oh no! So oh, like that, like the the actual literally day. that day, actual actual day, right? Yeah. So, um, I've gotten so accustomed to I have I tell everyone at work like I allow Jesus to have the morning and I have the afternoon. So that's when <laughs> that's when that's, so it gives people because I know because it's family time, right? So you're not gonna get those immediate like happy birthdays in the beginning, whatever, right? Right. But, like when the games are on, that's when I start really getting like the happy birthday wishes and the well wishes and stuff like that, right? So that and 
I agree with SA. Anyone that knows me, I'm a big eggnog fan. As soon as eggnog comes out, I buy a box. Wow. Like that's the way how it works, right? Yep. Um, it could be in November. I'm out there. Like I found a box in October one time, and I was like, "All right, cool, we're Bro, good." Really? Like, it was, was it good? No, it was, like it was, it was from like, last year, right? No, it was a fresh. <laughs> it was a fresh box. Fresh box. Fresh box. So uh, yeah. it, I didn't know. this guy had to talk to the supplier yeah. directly. So yeah, there's, you know, you got you got your hookups. Um, Egg, so for me, it's like eggnog and brandy, but then there's also um, an actual eggnog with alcohol in it already made. So it's one of those ones. And f- as far as games, I would want to see Golden State versus Brooklyn. Um, I'd want to see... Uh, I honestly always just think that Toronto should get a home game, especially when we we're finishing... Yeah, when we were finishing high in the standings and still weren't getting Christmas games. Yeah. So, yeah, bro. I, but I get it. But when the Knicks were shit, they were getting Christmas games. And I was like, all right. Like, always like, like, yeah. uh, you are, bro. I know. But, you have an entire uh, country watching, an entire so, country. So, <laughs> it only makes sense. Yeah. So uh, for me, it would be Golden State, Brooklyn, and then Toronto. I'd like to see a Toronto Boston game on. A rematch? On Christmas, yeah. Right Just because it went seven games, it was competitive. It was, like you know what I mean. Like, I'd like arguably one of the best games of the whole series, to be honest. Yeah, the whole like playoffs was was it game seven? What, the one that was really down to the wire. Game That's the one that where most like, I would say media gave us. Yeah. Think like they, they they respected that game. Yeah, more yeah. than any other game, yeah. right? Like they they were like, okay, that was down to like the nitty gritty. Everybody gave in, gave their all, and it is what it is, right? Like. Yeah, everybody can correct, so it is what it is, except for Siak. But yeah, go on. <laughs> and the refs, <laughs> and the refs. L- Larry shouldn't have fouled out, but <laughs> all right, we're not going back down that path. <laughs> we could go forever, and I don't want coach to coach to start making statements. So, we've got to the point of the chat room podcast where we get to promote our social medias and anything else that we might be working on or continuing to do. So Tristan, we'll start with you as you're our guest. Okay, so um, my social media, IG, I'm doing TikTok now, which is crazy. I feel like <laughs> a little schoolgirl, but that's fine. It is what it is. Got to be on all platforms, TikTok, IG, Facebook, all that. It's all my name, Tristan Clunas, T-R-I-S-T-I-A-N, Clunas, C-L-U-N-I-S. Don't, don't up. Yep. Uh, coach. Uh, yeah, I'm on my IG, same thing as always, uh, real deal, underscore Francis. And uh, yeah, I mean, we just got, we announced, uh, we announced on Tuesday that the season is canceled due to COVID. Oh, so, man. oh man, unfortunate for that. So yeah, so we just got that news. So I've just been, last few days, I've just been kind of just immersed myself back into the whole uh, club basketball stuff. stuff so I've been in the gym every day with that, so that's where my focus is now. This club basketball with CYDC in Calgary, oh. so just been that. So yeah, so you'll hear more from the college mm. side of me next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, SA. So my personal IG is Pro Chatterbox, and then I have my podcast talks with the Chatterbox with Joseph drops every Thursday, and the Instagram for that is at Chatter Talk. Dope, dope. And you can find me at the Senator. 
Don't forget to check out the Not So Soft podcast with myself, Nino Rockwell, and Kino the Great. We drop that every Friday. Don't forget to check out the Twitch stream every Sunday at twitch.tv slash SL underscore ENT, where myself, DJ Dilly, and the rest of the SL entertainment team will live stream music. We just DJ for like four hours on there. So don't forget to check that out. And we just recorded something with that chick, Chris, that will be coming out on YouTube soon. And that is about uh, male ego, male pride, and mental health. So look out for that type of stuff. And so, yeah, so before we wrap this completely up, we want to thank Tristan again for coming on here, dropping all the knowledge that he did. Appreciate you, bro. That was fun, man. I had a blast with you guys, man. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, anytime you have anything that you want to promote or stuff like that, just feel free to hit up, hit us up. We'll have a next podcast where you're always welcome to j- come on. And if you see changes in the real estate market, that's the next time to come on. I hit you guys up for sure. Yeah. Always sure. changes. So this has been the chat room podcast, your favorite ballers, favorite podcast. And we are out. Peace. I need a refill on some wine, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs>